And if you thought Jar Jar Binks was not the reason to watch Star Wars The Phantom Menace, then you are ready for this episode of Discography Discussion. I am Joe. That is Dan. That is Jeff. Misa Jeff! Get out of my house. (laughs) That sucks. We're getting to it early today. What's going on, guys? Not a whole lot. Uh, Not much for me. I mean, yeah, it's pretty boring. Life is uh, pretty interesting in between podcasts. I mean, and by interesting, I mean like boring is all shit. I work, I eat, I sleep, I shit. I do that six days, seven days in a row, and then I come here and I get to have fun. Wait, you sleep? Uh, Intermittently. Amateur. Amateur? So who are we talking about tonight? I don't know, some shitty band that Dan likes. The Contortionist. Oh, fuck yeah! yeah! I'm excited now! doesn't take that much to get him excited. Nope. That's why I got kids. Oh, yes. The Contortionist. So what's going on with The Contortionist, Dan? I remember you gave me this band and said, it's like BT Bam, only not the same. Pretty much, yeah. That first record is really like that. Although I think they really only sound like BT Bam on that first record. Uh, But my God, was it good. Exoplanet. Oh, man. See, we love, uh, on Discography Discussion, we're all huge fans of outer space. It's one of our favorite things. We love outer space. If you didn't catch that from the Hope's Fall episode, you weren't paying attention. You were not paying enough attention. Or the beginning of the In Flames episode. Right, right, yeah. We talked about that, too. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I started hating In Flames as soon as I stopped singing about, about space. space. It's yep. a very interesting theory. <laughs> See, that's why you're going to love Cybreed whenever we get to a Cybreed oh, episode. We'll talk about Cybreed sometime. So, oh, yeah. A couple weeks ago, we ended up going to Kansas City. And we went to Bubba Spins Records and Flop House. Yes. Emphasis on the house. Because it was indeed a house that some guy had turned into a music venue. Yeah, and it was cool. We pull up, and I was like, dude, it's a house. <laughs> Are we in the right place? <laughs> yeah, I, I wondered that. But uh, there were dudes parked outside that looked like they were in bands. So we were like, let's do it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we got to watch a really cool hardcore show there. And um, bands of, of all different genres really we had like hardcore melodic hardcore some deathcore in there and then whatever you want to call american standards core just badass it was super badass i just call them norma jean zeo norma zeo jean symphony and zeo jean yeah i'll go with that something like that and uh i'm gonna start out by saying thank you to everybody for downloading this podcast because our downloads are well above the 1000 mark yeah it's pretty cool and thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. If you are not a subscriber, you can find everything Discography Discussion at podcast.discussmetal.com. We are on Google Play. We are on iTunes. We are on Stitcher. We are on TuneIn Radio. So if you have an Amazon Echo product, you can say to it, Alexa, play the latest episode of Discography Discussion, and she will. We're also on Facebook and on Twitter at Discuss Metal. Be sure to like, favorite, and subscribe. Tweet at us. We will tweet at you. Ask the Shoot the Shred guy. We've been doing that a lot lately. Yeah, yeah. We actually got some pretty sweet Shoot the Shred stickers in the mail today, which is really awesome. I I mean, I voted for the pasty action, you know, all three of us, but Dan said no. No, to get the pasties, you got to hit a certain level on Patreon, right? Right, yeah, pretty much. Do I need to create a new Patreon level? Maybe. So here's the deal. Um, iTunes. iTunes is awesome, and we love being on iTunes. If you listen to us on iTunes, can you please go over and review our podcast and uh, give it a good five-star review? Uh, unless you hate it, in which case you can give it whatever kind of review you want to. Um, iTunes doesn't really give us a lot of feedback on how we're doing on that platform, and uh, we would just like to know more and hear more from you guys. So if you have something to say or you just want to give us a review, that would be awesome. That applies to Stitcher as well. And speaking of feedback, we got a YouTube comment from Invisible Teeth. Yes, we did. He apparently stumbled on the Hope's Fall episode while searching for leaked new album tracks. Unfortunately, we did not have any of that. Uh, If I could have given you that, I I would have. Absolutely. But uh, he responded to us saying, Magnetic North is also my favorite release from them along with Satellite Years. The band also thinks Magnetic North was released incomplete because Trust kill 
pulled the song Saskatchewan out of the album, and it was supposed to be right in the middle of the album. Dan, I cannot believe you forgot to mention Saskatchewan. Yeah, I'm sorry I forgot to mention it. It's just that, you know, when all that leaked, uh, that was a few years ago, and uh, Hope's Fall actually had the song available on their, uh, I think it was their MySpace page back then. That or the vinyl release, I think. Well, it's on the vinyl release, but the actual song was released as an MP3 at one time from the band, and... uh, Honestly, dude, I just downloaded it and added it to my iTunes copy of Magnetic North and kind of forgot that it wasn't always supposed to be there. So it's a huge my bad for not mentioning that. (laughs) He also suggested that we listen to the band Intronaut. So Invisible Teeth, uh, suggestion taken. I've been listening to Intronaut this week while listening to The Contortionist, and I'll be honest with you, I am really... Really upset with myself that I didn't listen to Intronaut before this one. Of course, Jeff gave me the stink eye and said, oh, yeah, dude. What's wrong with you? You haven't been listening to Intronaut. Because yeah. it's right up in that area of between the Buried and Me, Contortionist, and a little bit of... In other words, really, really good. Really, really good. Super good. There's a there's a jazz improv fusion type band called Tribal Tech, and they they tickle that bone also. We will talk about them another day. But Absolutely. We are here to talk about The Contortionist. Yes, we are. And I'm going to point at Jeff now and say, Jeff, tell me all about The Contortionist. Oh, gosh. Might be uh, my favorite band right now. It's, uh, I don't know, they hit an emotional connection with me. I mean, they really do. And I think Dan and I, we both kind of feel the same way about that. Agreed. They, um, not to sound cheesy or anything, but they're... They're very important as far as uh, getting me through some really, really shitty times in my life. And whenever I put their music on, it's literally, it's literally like just taking a deep breath and I get to say everything is going to be all right. I mean, they're what they're able to do, they're so technical, they're so clean, they're so, you know, harmonized so well. It's, it's everything that you ever want just in one package. I mean, they are the complete band in my opinion. They, they scratch every itch that I got when it comes to music. And, and that's why I say music, not metal, because I think they really go across you know all kinds of different spectrums, and that's what makes them uh, so enjoyable for me. I like the uh, – uh, I'm going to be cliche because I used it earlier. I like the ebb and flows uh, that they have on their albums. I know Dan rolls his eyes at me. I, I told him I was going to say that. But it's the truth. I mean, there's so much you know melodic. There's so you know s- stuff that's so heavy. So technical, you know, and then also emotional and like, yeah, I mean, that's, that's what I want. I want to be able to just sit down and and get it all in in one fail swoop and they absolutely do it. You don't have to put 15 different bands on. They can do it all for you. I mean, they, they are the uh, consummate professionals. They are amazing musicians. Way to rewrite the thesis, Jeff, and put the final thoughts at the beginning of the episode. I'm sorry! They should put that as their band bio on their website. (laughs) Yes, they should. Um, And they can pay me for it. I don't know about all that. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, so the contortionist, uh, like Jeff said, uh, very um, dynamic band. Um, They're very brutal, yet melodic. It's one of those, like, kills you, but makes you feel good while you're being killed. Very much um, so, yes. A Dr. Kevorkian type of effect, I think, they have. Um, I mean, and it's undeniable, and it's weird because the first time I heard The Contortionist, I kind of, um, I was really into Between the Buried and Me at the time. We had actually come back from the Colors live performance in Nashville. Yeah, and so, I mean, I think, I think what it was with them is that, you know, I, being into Between the Buried and Me, when I first heard it, I kind of thought the first word that came to my mind was derivative. Like it sounds like they're trying to do between the buried me used to do. Um, as their their first record, Exoplanet, which was the first one that I'd heard, kind of you know it, it reminded me a lot of like early between the buried and me, and not really early, but like kind of the Silent Circus Alaska uh, sound. Yeah, definitely and, Alaska uh, for me. Yeah, and so but it, it definitely I think it leaned a little bit more towards the Alaska sound and the fact that it was it was. Super heavy. Um, actually, was heavier than Between the Buried and Me. Yes, it was. But um, it had. I think it had a little bit more in common though with deathcore bands that were around at the time. You know, kind of like your your White Chapels and Pending Dooms. You know, um, early Suicide Silence. Um, but like, <laughs> you know, uh, it, it had it had kind of that. It, it seemed like that that was that was the scene that the band was birthed out of. 
Um, I didn't even know necessarily if they had started out as a progressive machine uh, that they, that they became, obviously. But it seemed it seemed more like okay, we're we we're kind of more of a deathcore band. We play heavy breakdowns, and 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 our vocalist, you know, has these like super guttural, you know, deep death metal screams and. Um, it, it and he's damn good at it too. Yeah, and so like I mean, it really it really checked all the boxes for me as far as deathcore music went. But like, it was undeniable after listening to it a few times that oh, these guys are like really skilled players. Like this is beyond kind of kind of what you would hear with a lot of those bands. Again, like Matt Whitechapel and even even like Mashuga, which I'm not saying that they're more skilled than Mashuga, but they're certainly more listenable. I know Exoplanet. Right after you found it, you gave it to me and said, listen to this. It's like BT Bam, but it's not the same. Yeah, it was and really I, cool. And I since have learned and have not been able to locate their three prior EPs do exist. Uh, we got Sporadic Movements. We've got Shapeshifter. And we've got Apparition. Apparition yeah. And those all came out prior to 2010. But in 2010, you got Exoplanet. I wish I could tell you what is going on on those EPs. But I can guess... Yeah, I can't find them. Whatever uh, led up heard, to heard this, them. you know, props to you guys. Because what this album gives you, it, it checks that box, that BT band box, that Hope's Fall space rock box. And this band is all about space. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and they, they've continued that throughout their career. Um, almost space, almost alien planets. I mean, you name it, man. Um that their melodic flourishes sound a little alien at times. And um, it's just weird because, I mean, like, typically I don't listen to metal to, to feel good, you know. Uh, but uh, the contortionist has this way of, like, really. Yeah, they uh, totally really, scratch that itch. Yeah, really getting under my skin and, and, like, really, you know, almost almost like inspiring, you know, deep thoughts and things, you know, especially when you read the lyrics. Um, some of the most intelligent lyrics I've ever heard in my life. And, you know. Even though for the most part I get the vibe that they're more about more like based in sci-fi than they are in anything else, but it doesn't bother me. You know, um, I have my own emotional responses to a lot of their songs, and uh, they've evolved even more. Like, I mean, you could just take Exoplanet, and that be it. Like one and done. That's the band, and it's still great. You're still left with the same impression that you have with the other two releases. So, I mean, I think I think Exoplanet is. Uh, is where I want to go with this discussion starting out because it's just uh, it's a phenomenal debut record. Yeah, most bands wish they could be that lucky. You, you hear progression on the debut record. Normally it's progression like between records, right? But like this was different in that you can hear songs that probably were older that were thrown on here. And then, you know, where it went, it kind of ends with this like three song concept song called Exoplanet, which is what the record's called. And um, it just really, it really all ties together <laughs> so nicely. I mean, Primal Direct, Primal Directive hits you, which is the first track, right out of the gate. And like when you're listening to it at first, like within the first thirty seconds of this record, you're like, okay, it's another deathcore band. You know, it seems like Time Signatures are a little bit more mathy. You know, yeah, but like you said. It Right off the get-go, the I think the keyword you used before was derivative, and I think that's pretty accurate. But the more you listen to it, the further you get into the album, the more you realize, oh, wait, right, this is kind of a, a wolf in sheep's clothing. There's a lot more going on here. Right. I mean, because you have you have everything, right? You got the deep guttural vocals, you've got the the, the high pitched raspy screams, the breakdowns. This is the I think the only contortions record that actually has breakdowns in their, you know, in, in their more generic traditional form. I mean, and when I say that, you know, like all music technically has breakdowns, but um, something to be said, you know, within the last 10, 15 years, the hardcore breakdown, you know, uh, is featured uh, prominently uh, at the beginning of this record. And uh, and they do it extremely well. I mean, I don't have any complaints about it, but, uh, you know, again, again, it sounds derivative, but like. They do it well. I think you get, I think you get about, what, three quarters into the song. And then there's this like melodic just strum. And then he starts singing. Yeah, the nice clean vocals. Over but he's the top. not. But he's not singing. He's he's singing or he's talking or singing into a uh, a vocoder. Right. <laughs> and uh, and that's cool because like I definitely uh, with the lyrics I get a, I get a huge sci-fi vibe from them, and uh, the vocoder just kind of really made it you know sound uh, you know so sound kind of alien sound kind of robotic you know and uh, 
I really, I really love that about the band. You know, having that vocoder on there because, like, normally you would say, "Oh, he's just using the vocoder because he can't sing." Um, couldn't be any further from the truth. Uh, but you know, in, in these early songs, he uses it in such a way to where it really adds a lot to the song and um, kind of gives, uh, kind of gives me like visions of like, you know, I don't know, like spaceships and and AI, you know, computer AI and and things like that. And it's just really like mixing with the, with the sound that they're producing. Um, it's harsh, it's melodic, it's got kind of this robotic sound to it, you know, um, but it doesn't sound completely inhuman, like something like Meshuga would sound, you know, it's, uh, it's all very human. And that that's what leaves the impression on me, especially within the first four songs, you know, this is, the, these are humans going into space, you know, and, uh, and, and the record kind of follows out as a journey and, it actually reminds me an awful lot of uh, Isaac Asimov's Foundation trilogy. If you've if you've read those books, uh, which is about a colony of people who, uh, you know, there, there's this like huge space empire in the future, and I'm paraphrasing a lot, but uh, there's huge space empire in the future, and this guy decides um, that he wants to form his own society. You know, so he uh, a group of settlers leave the empire and they go off to a distant a distant solar system. And uh, they, they, they land down on this planet and they create this uh, this society called Foundation. And, and I get a huge vibe from those books from Exoplanet. One caveat that has always been attached to good sci-fi, be it Star Trek, Star Wars, Firefly, I mention that because I am a space cowboy at heart, is does it create a world that you wish you could be a part of and I apply that to the contortionist in the way that you know I wouldn't call them deathcore I don't really know what to call them other than progressive metal because they are very much that at least at this stage but I would say it's not a band I want to go see play live it's a band I want to sit down and be in Oh, oh no, well, no! I want to see them. They live. come to town. We and Jeff are there. Oh I'm yeah, not. we we missed them this last go around uh, because our work schedules just didn't work because they came in on a Tuesday. Oh man! Yeah, and, yeah, and it sounds like really, that where I'm like, well, either quit my job or and honestly, like that was a real consideration. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, because I was I was like, you know, I told Dan I was like, I can get off the next day, and he's like, I can't, I can't do it, I can't swing it, because yeah. I think you just started at the the new place. Yeah, yeah, at, yeah. And I was like, so you couldn't, you didn't have any vacation time built up yet. Yeah, it's a it's a big disappointment for sure. I mean, they'll come but, back, but they will be back, and yeah. we will be there, and we'll we will be the biggest fangirls you've ever seen in your life, probably. Right. So one of the biggest things on Exoplanet too that that stood out to me is you get you know through Primal Directive, and it's a, it's kind of a it's kind of a more straight ahead you know um, metal song with, with breakdowns and 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 all that, and there's there's a little bit of melody and uh, the ending melodic flourish that, that's on that on that song. Um, really just kind of like, look, man, just stick with us. Yeah. This is going to get awesome, you know, and it is awesome on that song, but, um, uh, you know, you, you get to the second song, which is actually called flourish and, uh, it's, uh, you know, it, it starts off very much in the same vein as primal directive did. You know, I think, I think at this point, you know, when you're, when you're trying to sell, uh, when you're trying to sell progressive music to fans, you know, you still have to kind of, you still have to kind of get into their fans, like I, w with uh, with heavy music, especially, especially with like death metal and or or even 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 deathcore or whatever whatever you want to say it is. Uh, you, there's there's kind of this need to prove to the fans that, dude, we could kill you with heaviness if we wanted to, you know, like. Uh, and I think I think I think the first half of this record is really geared towards that. You know, they want you to know, dude, we've got the breakdowns, we've got the screams, we've got everything that you want out of a good metal um, good metal show. But we're also, you know, we're, there's more to us than that. And uh, in Flourish, again, it's it's metal, it's metal, it's metal, and then all of a sudden they, they just break off, and you hear them singing about endless oceans, and 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 then essentially what they do is they transport you into what the contortionist really sounds like, <laughs> and uh, it's a it's it's a it's a melodic, um, almost a little bit indie influenced, uh, but still very metal um, kind of interlude, which goes on for I think about like two minutes or so, and. I mean, it really captures everything the band's about. Uh, it sounds spacey. It's melodic, um, and they they do most of that with the instrumentation. The singing, the singing, I think on this record wasn't quite there yet. So they relied a lot more on uh, on on scream vocals on this. But they, they would Which return really to that sound. That, yeah, they would return to that sound a lot in this record, where you'd get halfway through a song and then it would break. It would break down into this 
into this melodic, um, atmospheric kind of track, and uh, and they'd always bring it back to the end, you know, back to the heaviness, and I think it, I think it really captures the captures the listener's attention uh, really well. Um, I don't think that it gets boring. I think it. I think it's. I think it's exactly what it needs to be. You know. Yeah. I when I I hear uh, the beginning of Contact, I always think of um, like cheesy late '90s rock at the beginning. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, sure. But other than that, I think that's probably the the biggest complaint I have on the entire album. And, and if if that's the worst thing I got to find, then then I think you're doing all right. Yeah, they're doing great, man. I, I got no issues at all. Um, I, I welcomed it because, again, you know, if I if I want to listen to something that has breakdowns and screaming, you know, it's not like it's not like I have to go that far. You know what I mean? Like, there's 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 literally hundreds of bands that are going to scratch that one very specific itch. Dan opens know? up a CD case. One of these things is gonna get played today, and it's insert name of scream band. Right? No, it's 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 Exoplanet by the Contortionist. Every single time. Not every time. Most, most of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> no, but there's a good chance that it'll be an album. By the contortionist. Yeah, at least, and when, at least whenever I'm in the car, that's going to happen. And they actually re-released this recently. Yes, uh, they, they re-released it as uh, Exoplanet Redux, which I thought was really cool. It sounded better, you know. It, it pumped it pumped through the speakers a little bit louder. Uh, a couple of mixing changes in it. Uh, there's a few parts that don't sound quite like they did on the original, but uh, it, for the most part, you know, if you had to start listening to Exoplanet, I would definitely go for the Redux. You yeah. know, Redux. really? Yeah, I would too. I. I Wholeheartedly agree. Yeah, it was good. Uh, and you know, again, it doesn't it doesn't really it doesn't really like deviate from what the original sounded like. Not like <laughs> they did when they re released language. Um, but uh, oh yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, we will. Uh, so, Exoplanet was great. Um, it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough for me yet. Like, I mean, it's it's easy, you know, seven years later to say, oh my god, it's all time classic. It's so great. It's this or that, this or that, this or that. I have a tendency as a music fan to be like, wow, man, that was really great. What else you got? Oh, <laughs> intrinsic. That's what else they got. In intrinsic, yeah. So man, Holy shit, when that hits, hollow movement, yeah. it just grabbed me right off the get-go, and I'm like, all right, I'm sold. Hook, line, and sinker 10 seconds into the song, 10 seconds into the album, and I'm, I'm ready. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's identifiable as the same band somehow, even though it doesn't start at all like Exoplanet did. Um, this is still a heavy record, though. Uh, it really is, but it's man, it's got a whole lot more polish. So, as I often and they say, they found their groove. Oh yeah, and and like as I often say about these types of bands, is that with the whole space theme, is that the first record is them blasting off. It's them starting the journey. Um, intrinsic cool starts metaphor. off right in the middle of of deep space. You know, <laughs> like um, there 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 are things going on here that, that really weren't present before um, and a lot of that a lot of that it has to do with the stellar production quality on the record um, the clean vocals are much more prominent yes they, uh, are. they are much more in your face I would say majority of the songs are sung if, if I'm not wrong uh, on that uh, there's a lot more there's a lot more melodic uh, interlude and I wouldn't even say interlude I really the, the heavy parts are more interlude than the uh, than the more melodic sections and normally normally you know I shit on that. Yeah, with well, bands. yeah. I was gonna say like Exoplanet, clean vocals is more like, you know, for accent purpose purposes, and it's almost like they flip. Right. Yeah. Intrinsic. It's like a flip flop, and and yep. normally normally that'll turn me off to a band immediately. You know, uh, it'll bother me. And uh, but they pulled it off so well. They did it. That, yeah. I, mean, you, you, I think that's part of the reason why we like them so much. And you, they had enough musicianship to be able to pull off that you know right turn when you weren't expecting it. And right. And they. Did they just they hit it perfect? And it's notable too that it's the same singer as Exoplanet. It is, which is uh, which is incredible that, that you would hear that type of switch. Um, and, and there there is still screaming on the record. There is still heavy breakdowns and not really breakdowns, but just he- just heavy sections uh, full of odd time time signatures and um, you know every everything that you, that you loved on Exoplanet is still here, but it's it's done differently. It's 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 progressed. It's hidden from that. in different places. Absolutely, and and so like, if you're listening to Exoplanet, you're like, man, I'm not really that into heavy music. So Exoplanet might have been a kind of a hard listen for some of those people. Intrinsic is really a good place to start for I think the average metal fan or the average music fan because it's got all those progressive elements, you know, front front and center. Whereas if you if you don't like heavy stuff, 
you know, you've kind of got to sit through sections of Exoplanet, but on Intrinsic, it's completely different. You have a, a, a listenable experience from beginning to end. Yeah, I think it's easier to say you can listen to Intrinsic as a music fan. Sure. Where Exoplanet, you're a, you're a metal fan. Right. I mean, and I mean, I know this is a metal podcast, but I think part of the reason why we like the Contortionists so much is because they're one of the few metal bands out there that's been able to bridge the gap. At Absolutely. least for us. I mean, there's, I can actually put on the Contortionists. My wife is not a big metal fan at all. And there's actually a lot of their stuff that she enjoys, even when there is, you know, the, you know, the guttural growls and, you know, in the high pitched screaming, she still likes it because it, you know, it, it fits, it works. And right. sometimes people just are heavy to be heavy for heavy sake. And there's no other reason. I mean, I feel like with, when I listen to the contortionist and it really starts more on intrinsic than it does on exoplanet. There's a reason for everything that they do. I, I feel like sure. everything fits it. It's just exactly what you want from from a band. I mean, I would really love to be a fly on a wall whenever they're writing their music, because uh, I just see like this really you know creative atmosphere, you know, where everybody can cohabitate. You know, nobody's going off in their own corner and doing their shit, and then bring it back and say, "Hey, check this out." I think they just they work as a collective, right? I mean, and if that is happening, I mean, props off to the musicians for being able to pull it off. You yeah, know, because uh, I mean, it sounds like it. I mean, they sound as one. I mean, there's no like say I'm the guitar player or I'm the lead vocalist. No, we're a band, and I think they they work and mesh so well together, and it really starts to show on this. And Hollow Movement, when the first time I heard it, I was like, "Holy cow!" I was like, "This is." Everything that I want. And it's probably my favorite song on the album, but I mean, the whole album is just stellar. I really like Feedback Loop is my oh, favorite that's, one Yeah, on that's here. really good, um, too. Probably because it's one of the heaviest, you know? Feedback Loop is the track that got an Opeth fan to listen to The Contortionist. I tried to play Exoplanet for him, and he was like, you know, it's good, but I'm not really into it. I handed him interest, in, Intrinsic, and I said, Feedback Loop. Came back an hour later, he says, yeah, I'm in. This is this is my jam now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's fantastic. A lot of the a lot of the hardcore elements, or say the metalcore elements, are missing from Intrinsic, which is great. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that, but you know, uh, I think I think Intrinsic was just like, okay, we've now proven we can do what we can to do. the metal world that we are a heavy band, and uh, hopefully that was enough to hook them into who what else we got in store, and. Uh, and yeah, I mean, Intrinsic really delivers too. And that, like, so yeah, it's it's a progressive record, but it's only like forty five minutes long. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not like your seventy minute Dream Theater album where they just couldn't fit all the music onto one CD. You, you know? mean all the guitar solos? Correct. So you know, yeah, you could say progressive because, like, I'm the kind of guy that when somebody's like, "Oh, check out this progressive band," I'm like, "Oh, great, what's this going to be?" You know, it's going to be four guys masturbating on a guitar for an hour and a half. You know. Um, and even though there are times that I appreciate that, uh, with a band like the contortionist, I think it was really kind of a, almost a smart move to just be like, all right, we're going to present this product. It's going to be less than an hour long. It's not a huge commitment. Um, check it out, man. We can really impress you if you give us a chance. Um, and that's, that's what I like about bands like this, that, that go this progressive, this early in their career is that, you know, they're not, they're not trying to, they're not trying, they're, they're not completely up their own ass as far as, uh. As far as their progression goes, I think this was this was presented as a sincere uh, product, and um, well, it's the same thing we talked about with you know with metal being metal for metal's sake. Some there's plenty of bands that you know they're progressive and come up with these weird ass time signatures because they can. Because we have you know fingers and we can count right, like yeah. like Cannibal Corpse. Yeah, and these guys they like I said earlier. I mean they it's a, it's the total package. Man, I, I think I could get off their knob by now, but I can't. Yeah, it's all right, man. Every now and again, we're going to have an episode like this where we just love the band. Yeah, there's, there's not a whole lot we can say negatively about them. And Yeah, if you want negativity, not... go back to the last episode, the second half of it. We we got some negativity going on there. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's every now and again, we're going to have an episode like this that, uh, you know. But, I mean, I, went, I, I, hope, I hope when you're listening, you, you realize that, that this is sincere. This isn't, um, this isn't some kind of, like... This is us you saying, know, if you haven't heard the contortionists, the go not, buy their shit because yeah, they're that good. Yeah, this band's not paying us money to, to, to talk about how great they are. You know, um, I mean, if they want to, that's 
that's great too. Uh, but uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, they do have a new album coming. They out. They do soon. have a new album coming out. Yeah, maybe they'll and, have uh, a couple extra bucks they can. And shoot you know, I was on the fence about whether or not to talk about Contortionist until after that record came out. Well, yeah, the single. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was, I was a little apprehensive, but let's talk about the single now before we have to talk about language. No, no, let's talk no. about it afterwards. Oh, you sure? Yeah, because I think it, okay. I think it works well. Because I, I kind of feel like you know, like it's so, the extension of language. So to, to sum up, intrinsic the best is it's a very spacey album, just like Exoplanet was. Um, it's heavy, much more, much more focused on melodic singing, which is which is performed very well. Uh, in contrast to In Flames, who we talked about last week, who, you know, there, there's a certain sense of, you know... Anders, go get a vocal coach, buddy. Well, no, like, I think... Yes. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, anytime he wants to call. We're bringing it back. Uh, anytime, <laughs> any, anytime he wants to call. But, uh, so, with uh, with Contortionist, though, the clean singing is done extremely well. Uh, it's not like... Like holy shit, he's such a great singer. Um, I don't get that off of it, but it fits. It fits very well. Yes, it does. And so, in in that regard, there, there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with it. There's something. There's something weird or out of key, or we're gonna go off key on purpose to sound more emotional or whatever. You know, this is uh, th- this is just really good. He he got in front of the microphone and uh, gave it his best shot, and it sounds it sounds great. You know, and. Uh, Nothing bad to say about it. Uh, the scream vocals again, uh, a little bit more reduced on this one, but still great. But not absent. I mean, I think I think that it's not a stretch to say you're listening to the same band um, at this point. Yeah, I think his screams and growls are better than his clean vocals. I think he's. I mean, it's not like yeah, his clean, I agree. His yeah. clean vocals aren't bad. It's just that. I mean, I just think that suits him really, really well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it sounds it sounds fantastic. Yes, uh, it does. And. Uh, so I mean, intrinsic again. You really can't go wrong with it. It's it's kind of if you're really on the fence, like whether you want to check out metal. Like there there there's a few people I've talked to uh, that listen to our show, and they they say you know you inspired me to check out a band that I wouldn't normally have checked out. You know, um, but you know, hey, I'm more into rock or I'm more into um, traditional metal or I'm uh, you know. So for for those people, I would say intrinsic is a really good place to start for the band uh, because again not I'm not saying anything negative about it exoplanet you can't make me but it is more for the for the underground metal fan and uh intrinsic I think really took the band to a whole new level and opened them up to a lot more listeners yeah exoplanet's just a little more hard a little more raw right cuz I feel like you know your dream theater and and opeth fans and you know all that they're going to they're going to want to check out something like intrinsic more so than something like exoplanet I think I think agree. with exoplanet you get about what like 45 seconds into primal directive you may have already turned it off Whereas in intrinsic, depending on what kind of metal fan you are yes it's yeah. 100% correct right well, yeah, so like with intrinsic it. yeah um, it's not like that at all. You'll you'll be hooked within the first few seconds. Intrinsic checks all the boxes for me as far as what a good headphone album is. My uncle taught me years ago. I'm going to give my uncle Steve a shout out here because he he taught me how to sit down and listen to albums. He said, "If it's not a good record, why are you listening to it?" Valid question. So spend your money on stuff that you can sit down and enjoy and you know Frank Zappa Captain Beefheart and all the good jazz Miles Davis etc you you sit down you put it on and you listen to it and while other bands that I could list I enjoy that we're talking about the contortionist and intrinsic checks all the boxes put it on sit down light a candle and listen to it Maybe grab a beer somewhere in there. Uh, you started with beer. Right. Yeah, you had the beer before you sat down. And if you're that person that's a headphone <laughs> listener, and you don't have to use headphones to be a headphone listener, you know, if you're that person that sits in a quiet room and listens to records, you are doing yourself a disservice by not listening to Intrinsic at your next opportunity. Because it is 45 minutes of time you don't want back. Right. And you'll, you'll revisit it a lot. Um, it works really well as background music. It works really well as foreground music. It just works in general. Um, if yeah, I'm, was, having, if I'm having a bad day, yes, yeah, I'm popping on intrinsic. Intrinsic. Did I say that right? Intrinsic. No. Intrinsic. intrinsic. Yeah, I, I think I listened to it four times in a row today at work. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and that's no lie. I mean, I normally you would say, oh well, you know, you're just getting yourself, you know, beefed up for the episode, and 
now. I'm just listening to the contortionist. This is, a, this is an average you. Friday. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say that's that's a that's a normal listening schedule for me. That that has absolutely nothing to do with the fact that we're doing an episode. Oh, well, because we listen to it so much, that's the reason why we are doing the episode. But I guess all we're trying to get across is it's we do we're listening to it because it's that good, and it and they deserve their own episode. Yes, there's only there's only three you know full releases for us to do it on, you know, and most of uh, the for ba- now. For now, yeah. I mean, there's another release that's coming out within the next couple of months. Which, uh, when that comes out, we'll actually uh, we'll, we'll actually do an do, update. Yeah, we'll do a small. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we may add it on to the end of this episode, or we may just do it as publish it as a separate kind of thing. But uh, you will you'll definitely get to hear our probably positive opinion about the <laughs> about the new album. <laughs> about the new album. Yeah, but I guess all I was getting at is you know, there's only three albums, but. That's how much we appreciate them, and that's how high of esteem that we that we hold them. And everybody needs to go check their stuff out. They're they're seriously probably all time favorite bands. They're in my top five, and yeah. that and that's that's saying a lot because there's been a lot of great music over the years, and yeah, they're that good. So language, let's talk oh my about gosh. language. Language is one of my two favorite albums ever. Period. I, I mean, is the other one intrinsic? No. <laughs> Actually, to be truthful with you, the other one is not metal. It's Rubber Soul by the Beatles. Uh, I'm not going to say, you know, that, that's a way not, to, not a smart decision. Way to pick a nice, safe one. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Norwegian Wood. Yeah, I like that song. What can I say? Okay, so language. <laughs> yes. Now, this is the only part where I'm going to disagree with Jeff a little bit. So, language has a different singer on it, which initially made me not want to listen to it because Intrinsic was so good. It was so good. They're both so good. It was so good. Language, on the other hand, is not the record that if you were a fan of Exoplanet, that maybe you want to start with. If you skip from Exoplanet to Language, you're probably not going to listen to the band anymore. Yeah, you're going to wonder what the hell happened. Opeth fans, are you a fan of Blackwater Park? Oh. Yes. <laughs> are you a fan of... Um, Ooh, of are you a fan Park. of Watershed? Yes. Okay. So we have this idea called Deliverance. Now, and there's another album called Damnation. So if you don't like Deliverance, we still got Damnation. I think I got that right, didn't I, Dan? You're backwards. I got As usual, I'm backwards with that particular joke. <laughs> uh, this is not your exoplanet contortionist. That does not mean it's not good. But we have taken a journey full on into progressive rock. And I'm going to say this is a rock album because that's what it is. So what is what I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> so Jeff is an official I don't give a shit today guy. No, I I I've never been a fan of labels. Uh and I've never been a fan of, you know, looking at things analytically. I, I think with my heart and I think with my emotions. And man, there's just something with this album that just does it for me. I mean, really, really and truly, when it's a bad day, I put this album on. Language one intuition, and it, everything just washes away. I mean, it's beautiful, and, and I, mean, I guess that's the best way I can put it. Is it's just, it's beyond words for me. Do you have the ring, Mr. Terry? I think Jeff's about to say some vows to language one. Well, yes, that's okay. <laughs> well, I, I'll, I'll wholeheartedly admit it. I mean, yeah, I, I love brutal, in-your-face, beat the shit out of you music, but at the end of the day. There's something about this album that's just perfect. It's just perfect for me. Everybody's got their own style of music. This is the album for me. So I was initially turned off because it was a different lead singer. I wasn't willing to accept the contortionist with the new frontman. Dan doesn't like change. I don't. I don't like things that are different. Like Napalm Death, rock solid from beginning to end. So what should Iron Maiden have changed their name to? Um, Power Slave. You heard it here, folks. Anyway, uh, so here's the thing. Language is not really a much of a metal record. Does it have heavy parts? Yes, it does. If you're the kind of person that's listening to Intrinsic and you think, God, where did all the metal go? Don't listen to language. It's not for you. 
and that's okay. However, so this record came out in 2014. I didn't really listen to it much during 2014. I listened to it. I thought it was good. I think somewhere around there I told Jeff, hey, man, if you're not listening to Language by the Contortionist, you, you need to. Um, I gave that recommendation because I, you know, I, I still thought it was good. I didn't have a, a huge complaint about it. I guess, I guess somewhere around the winter of 2015, um, it gets a little personal, but, uh, I, uh, I was struggling a lot, uh, in my personal life with, uh, with money and, um, you know, trying to, trying to raise a family and, and not making enough money and, and, and feeling inadequate and, uh, just having, having all these issues that I really, um, was having trouble getting past and uh eventually eventually we had to get hospitals involved and, and we had to get you know a lot of it straightened out just a really deep depression that i fell into and so the day i got out of the hospital i uh i came home and i put on language and i've listened to it probably at least once every day since then even since doing the podcast it, you know where I had to listen to a variety of bands uh, to to keep up with with the demand of what we were talking about. And language as a metal album, well, it's not, not really, it's not really even progressive metal, which is which it's labeled as. But language is a musical journey, and for me personally, it was a very positive one. And language really. Um, was a vehicle, I think, for me to kind of start exploring myself a little bit more, and um, the mu- the music contained therein is uh, well, it's very melodic. It doesn't have a lot of screaming. The screaming that's done on the record is done very well, but it's not it's not the focus. It's not the it's not the forefront. Um, what we have here is that we have a musical journey, um, and to fit with the space theme, I would say. You know, exoplanet, we're taking off into space. On intrinsic, we're in space, deep space. And on language, we have landed on a beautiful, lush alien planet. You took the words right out of my mouth, sir. And language is melodic. It's very musically sound. It's actually not as wanky as previous contortionist albums have been say that as we're listening to language yes yes which is one of the more wankier songs yes on the record so the vocals the screaming vocals sound different but the sense of melody that's there the atmosphere the emotion that's put into the singing it's for me it's more than a record um it pulled me out of a really dark place in my life and you know, I, I have nothing. I have nothing but good things to say about language because, despite the singer change, I don't feel like the band's identity changed. I think language is a very natural progression from what was done on Intrinsic, and um, I think it's hard to describe. I mean, sure, we've got clips on the podcast of 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 what it sounds like, but I think I think really at this point, there's really no reason to not listen to it. I think the average music fan. Is going to appreciate is going to appreciate uh, uh, language just so much more than uh, than maybe even the previous two records. I, I don't know, you know, I don't necessarily think it's it's that it's better than the other two records, but it is different. It's distinct. It's a progression, and I think it I think it touches you on an emotional level that most bands of this caliber really don't. Right, they stick so much to the technical, they forget the emotional side of music. You know, they look at the notes on a page instead of the, the feeling that's, you know, in the voice and in, in the instruments, you can in co- your soul. You, you can cookie cutter anything. Right. But. Yeah, this is as far from that as it can this be. This is well thought out. This is composed, and there's a huge difference between songs that are written, records that are written, and albums that are composed. And this, this is composed. Pretty much all of their records are. I would personally tell you that all three of the Contortionist releases are headphone albums. Put them on, sit down and listen to them. For sure. Some people would say that Exoplanet doesn't 
entirely apply. It brings the mosh. You can listen to it in the car. But <laughs> here we are on language, man. Absolutely. Turn language on. Light two candles, because you've already listened to Intrinsic. <laughs> right. <laughs> Get another beer and just lock in, man. You might stay where you are for the rest of the evening. You might even sleep on that strange chair that no one ever sleeps on. But <laughs> it's one of those. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a record for the ages. And this was this was 2014. Um, I'm I'm impressed at this point with the with the new singer. I think it was a singer upgrade. As I had said on on intrinsic, the singing was good, but it wasn't um, great like this. It wasn't amazing. This is amazing. But I'm not like I said that everything that happened on intrinsic works on intrinsic. This this new singer. Adds almost more emotion, I think, to the to the singing. I agree. I mean, this album was. I think it's transformative. Yeah, and when I say emotion, I mean like actual emotion, not like we're going to crack our voice a few times during it to make it sound more real. Like this is just well done, heartfelt singing with lyrics that are believed in, and um, it's just it's exciting in a way that that I think um, previous records wasn't. They weren't as exciting, and uh, I don't know. I just really, uh, I really enjoy the way it sounds, and um, the singing is really nice. And honestly, like at this point, I don't care if the next record has screaming on it or not. Even though the screaming that's done is actually pretty excellent and actually sounds almost more metal than the previous vocalist, like a little bit less hardcore, a little bit more metal, metal. with a little yep. bit more of a rasp to it. You know? Yeah, I'm with I'm with Dan. I mean, Dan kind of gave his story. I mean, it, I think that's part of the reason why Dan and I wanted to do this uh, episode so bad. I mean, it, this liter- this band literally took me from, you know, should I go on to, you know, yeah, you know, we, we can make things work, you know. Yeah. They're, they're, you know, life, life continues. You, you can't f- focus and dwell on, on all the bad things in life. You know, th- this this album just makes you it makes you feel better if you're having a shitty day. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Anytime I'm having a really bad day, I put this album on. I really do, and it makes all the difference in the world. You know, at the very least, <laughs> if I didn't have a reason to stick around, this band gives me a reason to stick around because I'm not gonna miss out on what's next. On what's next, absolutely. Not Speaking after I was which, blown away. They actually uh, they released a single on Tuesday, reimagined. Reimagined. Yep. And it's it's very very much in, in the vein of language. So it's different, and yes. uh, it's not different from language so much. But like, if you're if you're expecting a band that still sounds like Exoplanet, there's the door, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, I think this. There's no they, way to know, but I'm I'm pretty sure we're not going to get that band anymore. No, and I'm and it's and it's something that I'm I'm okay with. You know, we've talked about before. You know, whenever a band changes and they you know they try different things, I actually like that. You know, oh yeah. But sometimes it doesn't work. I mean, and that's where we talked about it in the last podcast, which was In Flames. We love In Flames. In Flames is all of ours, one of our all-time favorite bands. But it's because of what they've already done, not what they're going to do. Uh, and it's different with contortionists because we look forward to how they grow and how they change because they've done such a good job of pulling it off so far. You know, we're okay with the fact that they have left a lot of their, you know, harder edges and their metal roots behind and gone more of a, just a straight up, you know, prog rock uh, kind of avenue because they, they had the chops to pull it off. Not everybody can do that. And we thoroughly enjoy it and we appreciate whenever somebody is just a good musician and is able to go through and try different things and make it work. I mean, because they absolutely did. Whether you, you started, you know, with Exoplanet and that's your cup of tea, even if you don't like intrinsic and then a, and then eventually language, you can't deny the fact that they did a really good job of transitioning. And I think that's something that I've always uh, hung my hat on, on bands that I really do like. And I think it really, you know, I talked about my other favorite album is Rubber Soul. I mean, the Beatles kind of laid the groundwork 
for bands to experiment and you know say i don't have to just be this one thing that everybody expects me to be because everybody in the metal community they're like you know we want more they're like well we've already done that can i try something new and the answer is is I don't have to ask you. I can just do whatever the hell I want. Because right. Well, if you're asking the metal community, the answer is always no. Right. Exactly. They don't like things that are different. Right. And I think that's why I like these guys so much is because they just said, you know what? We're just going to go ahead and do it. And we're going to do it really, really well. I mean, there's other bands, like we said, within Flames. They tried something different and it didn't work well. It didn't work out for them. Yeah. Right. But we still have all that old stuff that we get to listen to. Right. And I can't wait to hear everything else that's coming from uh, Reimagined on forward. I, I, I'm really, really looking forward to this. And I know it's probably not going to be metal, uh, but I'm actually okay with it because I like music, period. I don't have to just be a metal fan. I like the fact that I'm a music fan. Well, it's weird, too, that you say that because, like, when I listened to the new single, I didn't think that it was really all that different than what we'd heard on Language. And I think, I think when I heard Language, it kind of... It, you know, like I said, you know, pre pre twenty fifteen, I was kind of like, you know, this is all right, you know, um, but I didn't really give it the time of day because you know I listened to it and I remember even like on my Spotify or whatever, like like skipping sections of the songs and and oh. and, and looking looking for the heaviness because I'm you know I'm a you know I'm predominantly still a metal fan and I'm always looking for that that harder edgier thing and and really i the first time i did that the record didn't really stick with me and it wasn't until i actually bought the cd and like joe said you know like really sat down and listened to it and that, that was a year later but it was exactly what i needed at the time and i can't say that i wrote a lot of metal albums a lot of metal albums either add to my negativity and, and in a way make things worse but with language it was a totally different experience. It was uh, it was kind of life changing, and uh, you know when, when it, it, the fact that a band can do that, like like a piece of your a piece of your entertainment, right? Like like nobody nobody watches an episode of Battlestar Galactica and is like, oh wow, this like really changed my outlook on things, <laughs> you know. Um, but the language very much did that, and for me and me as well. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, man. Uh, language is a, is a good reason. You know why I'm I'm still around doing this. You know, we love you, Dan. I I I think everybody secretly snuck their final thoughts on Contortionist in at some point during this episode. Sure. Uh, so I'm gonna just say to Jeff, is there anything you have not said about the Contortionist that you would like to say at this time? Uh I'd I'd really like to meet the guys. I mean, I, I don't say that all the time about bands I listen to. Sometimes, you know, it's the thought, you know, is better than the flesh. But these guys, with the way that they've gone through, and even whenever they had, you know, whenever the the old singer left, I mean, it's because, you know, he, he was married, or he was getting married, uh, or one of the two, and he had a child on the way. I mean, he just couldn't tour anymore. He, he had to be an adult and be responsible. And unfortunately, at the time, the Contortionist was not as big a band as hopefully they will become. And, and he couldn't support himself uh, and his family the way that he, you know, he needed to. And it just seems like they're like they're people, and they're they're not uh, like these larger than life figures that you you get out of a, a lot of these bands. They just seem like you and me. I mean, they look like you and me. They're just they're just guys that are really talented at playing music. And I would just love to be able to pick their brain or just at least tell them thank you. You know. Especially because of language. I mean, because I'm a lot like Dan. I mean, lang language yeah, saved both of us. I think, truthfully. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know why what pushed Dan, even though he wasn't listening to it much of the time, to recommend that I check out uh, language, and I did. And truthfully, I mean, I, I listened to it. I've listened to it nonstop ever since. So we're talking two and a half years that I've constantly listened to it since he's he told me to check it out, and it, it's. They're, uh, I feel pretty lucky that that, I, that I've actually found something that, that fits me, and, and that's what these guys do. They, they fit me. I mean, because I'm an emotional guy, and uh, through the three albums, you know, they're all over the map, and that's exactly who I am. So I get to listen to it, and there's always a song to, to fit my mood. And so uh, I, I think these guys are absolutely great, 
And I'm going to I'm gonna pass it off to Dan now. <laughs> uh, mine's going to be a little bit shorter than that, but uh, I guess the only thing I can say about the contortionist that I haven't said is that there's not very many bands and not very many albums that can bring you back from the brink. And I can say truthfully that their music definitely did that for me. And um, you're, you're doing yourself a disservice um, not checking it out and listening to it. I'm not saying it's going to bring you back from the brink. That's, that is what it did for me and Jeff, but um, everybody's different. And all I can say, not, not to take away from what we're talking about or whatever, but if you're, if you're ever feeling like you're at the end of your run and you don't know where to go or who to talk to, um, send us an email. I'd love to talk to you about it. Um, I think I think we've all been there at one point in our lives or another. But uh, if you if you're the kind of person that feels like you have no place to go and no one to talk to, um, you know we're here, man. We'll uh, we'll talk with you, and uh, it'll be all good. I promise. It uh, it gets better, but uh, definitely check out language because uh, it definitely it definitely uh, ticks all the right boxes, scratches all the itches for me. And uh, the other thing, too, is that um, I'm really, really excited about what the future holds for the band. And uh, I hope that it is successful for them. And I can't wait to hear more. What's your album of the week? Believe it or not, besides uh, language, which I, I'm not joking at all when I say that I've listened to it every day since that time in my life. So obviously it's it's language, but uh, <laughs> that's your the, album of the day, <laughs> right? Sure, but uh, actually, actually, I haven't been listening uh, much to music this week. Uh, I uh, got really, really into this podcast called Lore, and uh, okay. it's a it's a huge podcast. Um, the guy, uh, it, it's actually become so huge he has like millions of listeners. You know, just like we do. No, <laughs> eventually, even, not even close. But uh, eventually, by the time you've heard this podcast, you are a millionth listener. Sure, let's let's say that. Sure, why not? But uh, anyway, his podcast is about urban legends and folklore, and uh, it's a lot of really good stuff. It's uh, it's actually really scary, as I'm a big fan of horror stuff. And uh, this isn't exactly horror. I don't think it sets out to like horrify anybody, but. Uh, you know, podcasts about things that like we don't really think about stuff that stuff that's kind of at the edge of our consciousness. Like um, there, there's an episode about H. H. Holmes, the famous serial killer. There's an episode about about sightings of sea serpents uh, over time, and uh, you know, um, about acts of human cannibalism and all kinds of crazy, grisly stuff. Um, actually, just last night, listened to an episode that was about spontaneous human combustion, which. Uh, I don't recommend listening to uh, right before bed because, you know, <laughs> you're sitting there in your favorite comfy chair and you're like, am I going to spontaneously combust now? Uh, so it's cool. I, I really I really love it. And uh, I think you should definitely check it out. Uh, the podcast is called Lore. And uh, you can definitely find that on um, you can definitely find that on iTunes. Uh, it's really worth it. It's like 60 episodes, only like 30 minutes. They're not assholes like we are and go on for three hours. <laughs> so uh definitely check it out and uh yeah so that's that's my recommendation man check out lore and then uh listen to language jeff all right well it's definitely uh ne oblivious citadel i i made these two listen to it uh last week way to pronounce it i hope i said it right and it was amazing <laughs> yeah it's some good shit so if you if you want somebody who's a lead violinist instead of a lead guitarist that's the band for you and it's metal i swear to god it's metal with a violin <laughs> say that under oath <laughs> yeah give me a bible man i'll put my hand on it right now i'll find one for you Hang all on. right don't make me get my apocalyptic ad on you <laughs> oh dude well Love that stuff too well since you both have you know set the standard for we're gonna recommend not only a podcast but an amazing <laughs> record i'm gonna just tie it all together and say if you want to hear a podcast about local St. Louis folklore. It is currently on hiatus, but you should be listening to the podcast End Transmission, which is on SoundCloud as End Transmission Show. All I have to say is listen to the Bigfoot episode. Yeah, check it out, man. I, uh, I'm and, I've only got 20 episodes of lore left, so uh, I need something new after that. And uh, as far as albums go, Twin Peaks is back on TV. 
And I've been listening to The Big Dream by David Lynch. Ooh. Really? And it is exactly as trippy as it sounds. <laughs> Everybody needs to listen to that. Everybody needs to listen to good podcasts. Everybody needs to listen to good albums. Everybody should take some time to sit down and listen to something that you enjoy. And I don't care if the people around you don't want to hear it. We have headphones for that. Just stop what you're doing and listen to something. And really listen. And if you don't know what to listen to, ask the person sitting next to you what they're listening to and listen to that for a change. Because you never know what you're going to hear. Unless it's Siren Charms by Inflamed. This has been episode 17 of Discography Discussion. Thank you for listening. You can like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Discuss Metal. Subscribe to our podcast everywhere you listen to podcasts, including Google Play, iTunes, and Stitcher. Visit DiscussMetal.com for all things discography discussion. And please, send questions and comments to DanAndJoeShow at gmail.com. If you are not a patron, you can become one at Patreon.com forward slash DiscussMetal. And we will see you guys next week. Now you can tell them to give you your money. Give me your money! You have no money, then 